0: Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Joe Petrie, Editorial Director for the Endeavor Aviation Group. It isn't a stretch to say the Kansas City Department of Aviation has seen the most substantial change in the North American aviation market in 2023. From opening its new terminal to start the year, it now has a new director at its helm to lead the department into the future. Melissa Cooper was appointed to the director position in November. While she's no stranger to the department, She brings a new perspective as the first female director of the Kansas City Department of Aviation's history. I recently caught up with Melissa to talk about the promotion and where she sees Kansas City going now that the terminal project is done. All right, Melissa, well, thank you very much for speaking with me today. Uh, again, congratulations on the recent promotion. So tell us first off a little about yourself. Tell us a little bit about the journey uh, you had professionally into this role uh, leading the Kansas City Department of Aviation.
1: Well, that's a great question. I have always kind of had it a, a desire to be in the aviation field. I can definitely say it wasn't an airport management that I was seeking. I was uh, looking for a career as a pilot, and really specifically a commercial pilot um, as a, an adult. That's what my goal was going into college. But even going back further than that, um, I was a you know a child of the the 80s, and the, the young astronaut program with NASA was out. And a, um, a third, fourth grader, I really thought I wanted to be an astronaut. So really, have always had a an interest in aviation. Um, I. My dad took me to air shows. My uncle was an Air Force colonel and flew fighter jets, so always just very interested. I remember going to uh, my senior year and being in a commercial from my university that I would attend, and I, the only sound bit that they kept was that I will be a pilot, so I always knew that that was kind of my journey, so went to a school. Um, about an hour away from Kansas City, where I was born and raised, uh, Central Missouri State University, and their aviation program, and started studying um, that field and really um, focused on management and also getting my pilot's license, uh, my commercial license, my instrument rating. Uh, when I graduated in December of 97, that was the time where you opened up the One Ads and there was a listing under aviation in the entire kansas city star and so i went and applied uh, and interviewed and received a job at vanguard airlines as a customer service agent so if you can think of the most entry-level position you could ever get in the aviation field that's where i started um, i worked at vanguard airlines for three years uh three actually probably about four and a half years it was a small air carrier and Um, Had a lot of opportunities to promote up and meet a lot of great people and really get my foot in the door of the industry as I was continuing to work on my um, private or my commercial license. As I um, was in that process, once I was actually doing my uh, check ride for my commercial rating, I had an opportunity to also um, be at the Executive Beechcraft, which was a fixed space operator at the Charles B. Wheeler downtown airport. And that's where I got. Uh, introduced to the general aviation side and the business aviation side of the world. So found out quickly that although I love the industry, love the people, love the careers, that I didn't want to fly and really changed my hat and focus into management. Every role I've had, every person I've met has really kind of helped guide that way as I went from some entry-level positions. I went to a contractor with the Federal Aviation Administration with the Runway Safety uh, in 2006, had my first job as an airport in the airport world as an assistant airport manager at the downtown airport of Kansas City, and from there on, have just kind of uh, followed that department path and uh, till last month when I was announced aviation director.
0: And it's exciting that you're able to keep within one ecosystem and one region of the country with your career. But not only that, but. Uh, it- Pretty impressive that you've been a couple of firsts in that time. I mean, you were the first uh, female airport manager for Wheeler and now the first female head for the department. I mean, that's got to be pretty exciting.
1: Um, I think it for me as much it's less exciting as much as just kind of how it's been throughout the my career. Um, <laughs> even as a student, I never had a class where I was the only female, um, but there was many classes. That I was one of two throughout my entire schooling. Uh, so Being a female has kind of just been part of my journey as far as being the only one. And I, looking back, once I got into the airport world, I think I've been the only or first female to have that role in every position from the assistant airport manager to the director of uh, field maintenance manager. I mean, all of the things that I've done, typically I was the only female to do it the first, and then often led by uh, or followed by others who are. Um, in my footsteps. So really glad to be a leader and kind of trendsetter for the the females in our industry and spend a lot of time mentoring and, and talking to them and empowering them to be the best of themselves.
0: And it's also interesting, too, uh, coming from that same ecosystem, you've had a pretty extensive hand, especially in the transformation of Kansas City International Airport as well. Uh, and your work with the properties of commercial development with the new terminal. Tell me, now that you're the director, how do you want to see uh, this facility continue to grow and the efforts you worked on evolve?
1: That was very exciting. Over the last two years, I've had a first hand seat at the uh, $1.5 billion on-time on-budget terminal project that was transformational to the city. Um, prior to that, I was the downtown airport manager and really wasn't involved in the process very much. So, to step in and to see it um, really go from the conceptual and the fights to get construction started to seeing um, the challenges of getting a facility opened. And we have an excellent team and just really trying to be our best selves and challenge um our leadership team to, to be better than the day before, um, strive to make improvements, looking for a frictionless experience for our passengers, um, never settling for good enough and, and moving forward. So really um, setting expectations, accountability, having buy-in is really part of the process and and to know, know the team and know their strengths and weaknesses and, and really encourage um the the fact that they were such a part of bringing this to kansas city it's been it's going to make my job pretty easy
0: (laughs) Uh, absolutely it's always great to start off with a new a new terminal to (laughs) begin things and you know considering that so what are some of the biggest challenges that uh the department's facing now that you're past such a monumental project
1: well we had a project that was going on for about nine years um, started with a completely different leadership team than is leaving. Uh, we have very few people who have been there for the their duration. And so really um, understanding the past decisions and, and moving forward on, on developing better ideas and, and better thoughts and, and taking the conceptual into the reality um, are one of our largest. So we have some lost institutional knowledge, but we're also um, – Finding workforce, I think it's a, not just a airport problem, but it's a, a community world problem. Um, we're just finding the right people that have the attitude and aptitude to work hard and do the right thing. So we continue to um, try to recruit, we try to retain, um, try to get buy-in and empower our people to be a, part of the, be a part of the value system and really do the best. So we're working on some of those issues. And then also um, we continue to learn We were in a facility for 52 years and we did things one way and learning that um, how the new system, a much bigger facility, a much um, newer technology, advanced technology, the latest and greatest of all the things, how to make that work. And so um, focus on upkeep and maintenance and uh, custodial efforts on this brand new facility.
0: And going forward, I know there's a lot of new technology that was part of the facility. How do you see uh, these new innovative things that are coming onto the market now uh, continuing to help enhance operations in the new airport going forward?
1: Well, I think over the last ten years we've seen such a embrace of technology by all. And although COVID didn't have a lot of wins, I think there were some things that made that that happened as a result specifically technology that everyone had to become embracing. If you would have said QR codes um, five years ago, the early adopters, the techies, the younger generation may have known what you're talking about, but I wouldn't have known how to, you know, swipe my phone and the camera, and then the website automatically pops up. And just that thing that happened during COVID that that was, became a way of life. So we start to see those technologies um, and those touchless experiences and, being able to navigate and um, get information from your phone. One example is we had uh, some of struggles with the arrivals curve and getting people to know where the cell phone lot is and that you can't sit on our new curb. you got to keep moving. And now we can hand them a code with a QR code that they quickly can access. It gives them directions to the cell phone lot that would not have worked four or five years ago.
0: Amazing to see these kinds of practice and how they move forward. And, you know, I know that sustainability is, of course, a big challenge in the aviation industry as a whole. The new terminal is flush with a lot of state sustainability efforts. Uh, You know, that was definitely put first and foremost as far as developing this new facility. Tell me, what are some of the areas that the department is looking to help increase the sustainability further going on?
1: I think sustainability um, becomes a standard. As you said, it was one of our priorities um, for this terminal, and we are a Gold certified terminal. Um, We're looking at ways to reduce our footprint and make um, aviation and the airport in the city of Kansas City a a better, uh, cleaner, safer place to to live. And that's not just um, some of the traditional recycling um, efforts. It's really looking at the products we're using, the construction techniques we're using, not just in the terminal but properties-wide and so we're working on as part of our leadership team uh, our environmental manager had retired and so looking at that um, position and really making that more from an environmental manager doing the things that they've always done to a sustainability uh, leader and and bringing us along to um, the industry standards and uh, leaving no carbon footprint moving forward so it's the goals that we have coming forward and um, full embrace by the department.
0: Mm-hmm. And of course, what would be an airport without economic development and its crucial role within the uh, community as a whole? Tell me, um, you know, now that you have this new facility and going forward, how you uh, see the airport working as far as being an important cog in developing the um, economics in the Kansas City area. And more specifically, what is the Community asking of you.
1: So the airport has already started to to pay dividends to what the community is doing. We've already heard um, two weeks, or sorry, two months after we opened, uh, we had the NFL draft. We know that we would never have had that experience for the city of Kansas City in our region had we not been in the middle of that airport project. Um, our old facility would not have been the best front door. Um, for that event. We know that that is why in 2026, Kansas City was um, on the selection list for uh, the World Cup event coming through um, our nation. So we see that, we see air carriers who have started to expand their service, who make um, this a place where they can connect. with people prior to, it was really only originating, originating uh, passengers coming and going from Kansas City. Um, we're seeing lots and lots of different industries who are using Kansas City to have their their conferences and their annual seminars because it is a great place to be. We have a great new airport. Um, So it's really just a partnership with the community that um, we can be a front door for our region and give them great air carrier service, great concessions opportunities, a great space to be and be that welcoming location for our community. So it's um, it's going to be something that continues to grow and, and, and we're pretty excited.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping, and it's almost a promise to myself, this is the first time I, or the last time I use pandemic whenever I have to talk to somebody <laughs> in this industry, because we're a couple of years out, but it still rears its head. And I think we're at that point now where we can sp- specifically say, you know, look to the future, that post-pandemic world. Tell me now that we see this new era and the aviation world, what it's looking at, what are your strategies to continue growing the department going forward?
1: I think we will all be um, touched by this pandemic and forever. And we in the aviation industry, we have every 20 years, something that really changes our industry. And there's some things that, um, you know, we are quicker to recover from. This one took a longer. The industry has recovered. The industry um, from the airport side has seen growth. They say pre-pandemic numbers. We're looking at growth in the 2000 prior to 2001 numbers. Um, So we're seeing that recovery. I think a impact that COVID has made. Um, on a non-traditional way is really the impact it has made the business aviation world and the explosion um, that's happened with the growth of uh, new aircraft ownership, um, people utilizing fractional owners, charter companies. So we're seeing great growth at our downtown airports as we also uh, continue to grow and recover from the the, the air carrier airports. So we will see things. We see people um, expect cleanliness. They don't want to touch things. Um, they want us to be use a lot utilizing technology uh, to work smarter, not harder. And so I think there will be always an impact from COVID, um, but I think uh, the negatives are gone, and we're going to move forward and use the, the the good things that have come, the technologies, the enhancements, moving forward.
0: Mm-hmm. Now that we're getting towards the end of the year, uh, and you know again this was a big year a big adjustment for you with everything going on tell me what are some of the most important uh, challenges or initiatives you're looking to address in 2024
1: i think in 2024 um, we're going to really be focused on what did we learn over the first year and what can we do to improve we know we have some continued challenges with our rivals curb we're looking at some larger projects moving forward do we need some tweaks to the uh, roadways? Do we need to relocate our cell phone lots? Um, But really, besides just lessons learned, taking to doing some additional development, there's some real need for um, larger hangars. We're gonna have um, some RFPs that are coming out for uh, development both at Kansas City International and at Charles B. Wheeler Downtown Airport. That's um, gonna be great for uh, really focused on the aviation side rather than than the non-aeronautical side. Um, we're also going to be really focused on key performance indicators and setting goals and really following those goals and and being intentional on what we want to do and how we want to move forward. So we know we have a great product. We know we have um, a responsibility to the community to, to maintain it, but we also have a responsibility to ourselves and our, our stakeholders and our, and our community uh, to be better. And so we will just continue to to set our metrics and really be focused on providing an excellent service for our customers.
0: Mm-hmm. And my last question for you today, of they're looking to next year and beyond, tell me where do you wanna see the Kansas City Aviation Department five years from now?
1: So Kansas City Aviation Department, I wanna see the employees continue to, to be given the opportunities to, to learn, to understand the industry, to be leaders in the industry. I want Kansas City Airport to be a place where our professionals in the aviation airport world want to come and work. I wanna be focused on um, increasing diversity in our workforce, diversity in the the companies that we're utilizing. I wanna be leading um, the industry in how we do business. And when people look out and say, how do you do X well? And they come and they think of what we're doing, and, and really become the we become the model for the industry. We're already seeing that um, immediately with this brand new state of the art facility. We've probably hosted up to ten different airports who are looking at projects and coming to learn to less do lessons and learn and what went well and what can be improved so similar mistakes aren't made. Um, so we have been super happy to to uh, be that support system for our industry our peers, Um, but we want to continue to do that in all aspects, not just the newest bright, shiny terminal, but how we do business. And so we'll continue to look at economic growth opportunities and uh, continue to to build that portfolio and to be uh, a trendsetter for our industry.
0: Fantastic. Well, Melissa, thank you very much for your time today. Really appreciate it. And I cannot wait to see and hear more of the success coming out of Kansas City over the coming years.
1: Thank you, Joe. I appreciate you. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for listening to today's podcast. To hear more from the leading minds in aviation, make sure to subscribe to the Aviation Pros podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the Airport Business Daily Newsletter for all the latest information on airport technology and development. I'm Joe Petrie. We'll catch you next time.